I'm going to tell you why that certificate of insurance is not worth the paper it's printed on. Let's get started. Hey everybody, my name is Alex Barthet with TheLeanZone.com. Today we're going to talk about certificates of insurance and why, in some instances, they're not even worth the paper they're printed on. So let me tell you a story about a client of ours who came to us and he had a certificate of insurance from his subcontractor. Um, so he thought his subcontractor had the proper insurance. This was for a residential project um, and the subcontractor was the roofer. Um, we did some digging because there were issues on the job. We got a copy of the policy only to find, guess what, an exclusion for residential construction in the subcontractor's policy. So my client, the contractor, was holding a certificate of insurance, making him believe that he had a million, three million dollars worth of coverage on this sub, only to find out after a claim could have been filed, but thank goodness it wasn't, that this policy of insurance was valueless for the job that this sub was doing. So the question you need to ask yourself is what can you do in the course of your administration of your construction business to make sure that when you get a certificate of insurance that it actually has value to you if you need to make a claim. So step one, start by getting certificates of insurance. Some of our clients don't even get certificates of insurance. That's a bad uh, habit to be in. You need to administratively manage your construction business very carefully so you manage this risk. So number one, get certificates of insurance from every subcontractor and sub-subcontractor, anyone that's on that job that you are managing, um, you need to get their certificate of insurance. By the way, this applies to you even if you're a sub. So if you're a sub and you have sub-subs on the job, so people that you've hired, you need to get their certificates of insurance. So now you have their certificate of insurance. Make sure that one, it is a certificate of insurance that is currently valid, that it's issued to you. That's the bottom section of the accord form um, to make sure that it was issued to you uh, versus some certificate of insurance he pulled from another job. Um, next, if you have any doubt about the validity of the policy or the certificate, pick up the phone and call the agent that allegedly issued it. Verify that one, the policy is still in effect, and two, that that broker actually issued that certificate. Um, we have had clients who have obtained in their possession certificates of insurance only to call the broker to find out, oh yeah, we issued that certificate, but then two days later, the uh, subcontractor came in and he canceled the policy and got a refund. So now you have a certificate of insurance uh, for a subcontractor on a job where there actually is no insurance. Next, you need to calendar all of the renewal dates that are listed in the certificates of insurance so that you know that if this policy expires at the end of April, that at the beginning of April, you're already talking to the sub to make sure that you get a new certificate of insurance. Now, let's talk about what you can do to make sure that you actually protect yourself from the situation I described at the beginning. You need to, at the same time as getting the certificate of insurance, request a copy of the policy so that you can see the terms, conditions, and exclusions that apply. Now, you may decide not to do this on every sub, uh, maybe you do it once a year for the, your major subs. It is a bit of a hassle. Um, some insurance agents 
for bigger clients will do this as part of their process of managing risk for their contractor clients. Whatever you do, just recognize that you are not protected just because you're holding a certificate of insurance, because there could be limitations and exclusions or the policy could have, could have lapsed, uh, non-payment could have occurred, it could have been canceled. So don't fall into the trap of thinking that you are uh, protected because you have this piece of paper. Finally, you want to make sure that your contract says two things. One, that if you do not have valid insurance that you can verify that you can withhold payment. So that needs to be a sentence or two in your payment section of your contract. Next, you want to include a requirement that you be listed as an additional insured under the policy of insurance for each of your subs or your sub-subs. Additional insured uh, endorsements are important because they give you the right to make a claim on the policy as if it were your own policy. So if a claim were to occur, you could make a claim on your policy, but at the same time, you could make a claim on the subs policy if they were the ones that caused the problem as an additional insured. If you are not an additional insured, what you have to do is you have to sue the sub who caused the problem and that that will trigger their, their insurance. If you are an additional insured, you can make a claim on the policy as if it was your own policy. Keep these tips in mind when you're getting certificates of insurance. It's very important. If you have any questions about contract language or managing your risk on a construction project, let us know. Send me an email at alex at barthet.com. Check us out on The Lean Zone. Make sure to check out our Instagram page where we post daily some funny construction pictures. I'll tell you, I hope those people had good certificates of insurance when you see those pictures. See you next time.